This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the Bro Ohio podcast. I've soiled myself. I've done some really bad things in here in the recording oh, studio. Oh man, it's rough. Really getting uh tearing this place down to the studs, you know? We're just trying to really get our scent. I like to I like to get my scent out there, mark my territory and unfortunately that's what I've done. You're doing a good job, man. It's sticking to the moving blanket above your head. The, yeah. It's clinging onto like, the fabric for dear life. I can't see that in the yeah, it's so it's so bad. It's okay. But we are really happy and thankful to have you guys here listening to the Brohio podcast. I'm the delicious Nicolicious. I'm Rob Dog. Hey, guys. We're, um, we couldn't be happier to have you guys along tonight. We're talking about a murder case. Very Yay. peculiar murder case. Who doesn't love a good murder? That's the first time I've ever said percolator perfectly the first time. Nice. Peculiar. Peculiar. <laughs> Very peculiar. Per- per- peculiar. All right. I fucking got it the first time. Bear with me. All that matters. But uh, we're two <clears throat> bros in a basement covering all the unknown. We have a Facebook group called the Brohio Podcast, Butt Chuggers Anonymous. The password to get in is Bill Wilkins. You go in there. It's Meme City. Don't report shit because the only two admins are me and Rob, and we don't fucking care <laughs> unless it's really bad. You know, some, some racist bullshit, some fucking little kid stuff, but we don't care what you do in there. I don't. I don't be caring. That's nah, like the Wild West. It's great. And don't, and don't harass people either. I don't. I don't get down with that because then I'll. I'll bring your family into it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Just send it to your their moms. But the most exciting news that we have to pass along, unless you've been living under a rock, the the, the Saturday. This is gonna be a great weekend for me, Rob. Maybe know, not man. so much for other people. Saturday, WWE Royal Rumble, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> I think I don't know who's going to go all the way. They're talking about the forbidden door maybe being open. Somebody from AEW coming over and being in the rumble. Hmm. They got a they got a female Mickey James. She's yeah. coming from Impact. Yeah, I'll say. But that's big, man. That the WWE is letting somebody that's actively on a roster at another company come into the Royal Rumble. That, that's never happened. But, it's Mickey James. I mean, she's former. Yeah, she is, but she's under con. That would be like. I guess that's true, yeah. That would be like during the Monday Night Wars, uh, WWE letting Ric Flair come over for one night. It would have been you know, sure. crazy. I mean, they got to do something to compete. Nowadays. Yeah, they do. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a good rumble. I'm going to watch it. That's my favorite event all year. But the bigger news. I've been waiting my entire life for this shit. The Cincinnati oh, Bengals. We're almost there. They're one game away from the Super Bowl. 
Do I expect them to beat the Chiefs? Not so much. Hopefully, Patrick Mahomes' wife isn't a bad accident. Breaks her <laughs> God fucking, damn. Breaks her fucking. I don't want her to die. I just want her to be incapacitated, like maybe like a break a. Could you just say he gets COVID or something? Break I mean? her, oh, she breaks her foot. That's that's okay. as bad as I want it to be. That's the worst thing I want her to happen to her. Right. But I want it to be a minor break, just where it's achy, breaky heart, not like you know needs pins and screws in that motherfucker. Yeah, I just want her to crack her foot a little bit. <laughs> You know, like you run through the house. I remember one time I was trucking through the house and my mom and dad's and they had one of the magazine racks and my mom had about 12 years worth of Sears catalogs in that motherfucker and I Oof. kicked it and it turned my foot backwards. I walked like an ostrich for about four days. I was messed up. I could have been I could have been in a wheelchair, but they didn't care. I, man, I've yeah. spilled some seed to those Sears catalogs. <laughs> yeah. <my>. <laughs> <The> brawl ads. <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm a big I'm a big Bengals fan. Rob is too. We're we're very excited for the arrival of joe burrow yeah I, I can't wait i'm super excited i think that they can do it i'm like like you said i'm i'm about 40 60 that they're gonna oh, win yeah, so it's, it's like a, it's an uphill battle man i arrowhead, know man it's, arrowhead is that's the loudest stadium they have the record for the loudest stadium ever so. yeah it's it's gonna be a rough one but we'll see be tough. Ram, rams are going all the way yeah you guys don't even deserve a fucking football team in la <laughs> nobody wants to stay there <laughs> But uh, you had to steal the team from fucking St. Louis. Yeah, there's. How do you even claim that team? <laughs> you know, like, I know exactly. How do you go from fucking St. Louis to fucking L.A.? Whatever. It's Weird. fine. All right, we got some new Patreon subscribers. We're gonna tell you all about. First up is Kate Garlock. Kale. Kale, as in the green leafy substance that you eat when you're on a diet. Kale Garlock. Kale, thank you so much for the Patreon pledge, and I'm sorry they forgot to uh, cross the L in your name. And okay, <laughs> okay. Next we got uh, Haley Oriel. Thank you very much, Haley. I love that name. Boom boom boom. boom Oh, Oreo, white stuff. Oh, Oreo. <laughs> All right, sorry. All right. Garrett Johnson. Thank you, Garrett. Every kid that I hung out with as a child named Garrett was the dirtiest fucking kid on the block. <laughs> so, Garrett, I hope that you're not as dirty as these kids. I remember there was one kid named Garrett. These, his family was so poor that this motherfucker couldn't even afford to pay attention. But he always had dried chocolate milk above his lip. And I said, where did you get that? Where do you get this chocolate milk? For? You always have chocolate milk, but you guys got cockroaches riding dune buggies around the place. Where are you getting all this chocolate milk? And he would be like, it's not chocolate milk. That's just my lips are chapped. And I just lick my oh, lips. Oh, no, the poor kid. Yeah, I used to beat the shit out of him, too. He stunk. He would run his mouth, too. He was he would run his mouth. He was 10 times fatter than me. He was like, you fat fuck. And then I would just beat the shit out of him. I remember one day my brother came home from college and I was on Garrett choking him out with, I had a fucking like, I had some weed eater string out there. I had his head on a tree stump. Looked like I was about to take his dome piece off. My brother hopped out of the car. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Yeah, break it up. And I said, I'm going to fucking kill him. Make his dirty ass go home. I've never met a Garrett, but that sounds like someone that I wouldn't like. <laughs> I mean, I've met some Garrett since then. They're pretty cool. I, I bet Garrett Johnson's cool. As no, I'm fun. sure he's cool. Probably got a big old sausage. <laughs> big hairy ass. Yeah. Next, we got Craig Lazenby. Thank you very much, Craig. Uh, next, we have Juan. Thank you, Juan, for your Patreon pledge. We 
I appreciate you, ma'am. Uh, Matt Camfield, thank you very much. Chicken, chicken McThugget. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Chicken McThugget, thanks for uh, joining us on the Patreon. We appreciate it. Jordan Combs, thank you very much, Jordan. And Jordan Combs the comer. And last but not least, we have Joe Ugly Ass. I hope that's your God-given <laughs> His birth name. Your last name, the, the Lord, our dear Lord and Savior, the giant flying spaghetti monster gave you. If it is not really your last name, well, I think you should look into legally having that changed. Yeah, that'd be cool. We got a lot going on here at the Brohio Podcast. We've got a live show coming up in a couple months. Oh. And then I fucking hope that we can get this world back to some semblance of normalcy because the Brohio cruise is coming up in September. It is. We will set sail to Jamaica where we will uh, drink, have fellowship. You get to hang out with us. I'm wearing tidy whities the whole goddamn trip. <laughs> Don't know why. Nothing but. But that's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of butt. There ain't going to be nothing but. There's yep. going to be a lot of butt. Butt smacking, ball flapping. Good time. Um, the other day, I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> How was that? That was good. I like it. Good delivery. So yeah, we got some big stuff going on. I hope hope we can get things back to normal. I hope that uh, you know this goes off without a hitch, but... The way things are looking for cruise lines right this second. <laughs> Yikes. It's not promising. No. I saw a cruise ship the other day. They were out and they came back. And when they were coming back, the place they were coming back to, the port, they're like, no, nah, fam, you can't fucking come here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. That would be really bad. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, there's a, it's not, it's not a promising for the old, for the old cruises. Yeah, it's a, did you see that they have the, um, the Emo's Not Dead Cruise. Ooh, they just announced that. I think it was today or yesterday. Emo's Not Dead Cruise. Yeah, oh, November. Cutchell. Dash no dashboard. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I think I think it's his it's his thing. But yeah, yeah. no, yeah, they are playing. Never mind. Um, dashboard under oath. Newfound glory. Thursday. Silverstein. Hawthorne. That'd be a fun one. Emery. Um, Matt's band. Your broken hero. That'd be a lot of fun. Fuck yeah, the dude from uh Yellow Card. Attica. <laughs> It's fucking gnarly, man. Um, let me find this article, man. <coughs> Our friend Caitlin sent us the article. Okay. And it's not working when I click on Aww. it. Okay, it says, Caitlin, thank you so much for sending the article. A lot of times people send us shitty fucking shit. That I look, I read it, and I say, "What part of of this is supposed to be funny to me? Anybody that hears it, or anybody that read this? This is not funny. Why would you send this to me?" <laughs> Caitlin went a step above. She sent me something good that I can use, that we good. can use. That's what we like. On the show. Yeah, that's what we like. This man who took Uncle's corpse in the post office to collect pension says he didn't know he was dead. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Oh, picked him up. I know he smelled a little like shit, but he'd always <laughs> smelled like that. Oh, there's a fucking paywall on it. God, you fucking. It. I learned bitch. this. I learned this new trick though. If you type in outline.com, and I don't know if it'll work for this. You type in outline.com with a slash after the slash. You copy and paste the uh, the link for your article. Oh, not support. Damn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life. 
Okay. A pair of suspects in Ireland brought a 66-year-old dead man into a post office in a botched attempt to collect the <laughs> fucking weekend bridge. at Bernie's ass. <laughs> <Deadly man. laughs> Police in Ireland are investigating the disturbing incident which took place in the town of Carlow this past Friday. Prior to the bizarre incident in Ireland, one of the suspects apparently inquired at the post office about collecting a pension payout. Then, after being told the pensioner's presence was required, the man, along with a second suspect, allegedly returned with a dead body in tow. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, check, check, check. See, no, no. He's fucking dancing like Weekend at Bernie's and shit, yeah. just flying on through there. However, when staff questioned the two men, they fled, leaving the body of the dead no. man behind. I'm not fucking carrying him. Damn. You carry him. Uh, it's just mind-boggling that anyone <laughs> could happen to do something like that, Carlo Mayor Ken uh, Murnane said of the incident. It beggars belief. It's like a Hitchcock movie. The deceased man was apparently alive earlier in the day. Wow. He did not die suddenly while at the post. I'm sorry. He did not. The deceased man was apparently alive earlier in the day. He did not die suddenly while at the post office around 11 a.m., according to reports. The two suspects who took the deceased man to the post office are said to be in their 30s and were known to the man who passed away. The, uh, Damn. That's, that's my family would do with me. Yeah. <laughs> They'd put me in the front seat of the Pacifica and drive my ass to the fucking bank. <laughs> my wife would be like, oh, we need to clear it out. He's right here. Look at him. There's, there's his ID. And she'd raise my hand and waving at him and shit. The suspects reportedly told authorities the man was alive when they left his home. Oh, my gosh. Potential charges against these uh, <clears throat> suspects involve attempted fraud and failure to notify authorities of a death. Ireland National Police Force, the Garda Sriracha. I don't know. That's not, definitely not the word, but <laughs> I love Sriracha. C.S. Shana would not discuss details of the case, but said officers were investigating the circumstances surrounding the unexplained death of an elderly male in the Carlo area. The police said an autopsy would be conducted to determine the cause of death. Oh, man. That's sad. It. They were dying to get his pension worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well played. You ever done anything like that, Rob Dog? No, no. I remember when um, the first dead body call. That's my, it might have been first or second. I don't know. But it was, um, I think the first one was a dead guy in the bathtub. That was pretty stinky. But this one was a dead guy in a hotel. Okay, that's fancy. And he was fucking sleeping face down, and he was uh, he's naked. And he had the AC cranked down to probably 60 degrees Ooh. in the hotel. And we walked in there, and the cop that I was with was like, if don't swallow your spit, and you'll be fine. You don't, you breathe through, uh, don't breathe through your mouth. You breathe, uh, don't breathe through your nose. Breathe through your mouth, and don't swallow your spit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So I'm holding a ha, and then I'm just drooling all over myself, mm -hmm. and I swallow my spit once, and I could legit taste the smell of death. It was oh my god, awful man! So I'm spitting. He's in there like spitting on the hotel floor and on the walls and shit. You know, <laughs> imagine if that dude would have cranked the heat up to like ninety. I know. At least he did like a considerate thing and put it on sixty. And then the coroner showed up to like actually kind of, and they think he'd been dead for about four days. Holy shit! Like they said actually he's doing pretty good because how low he had mm -hmm. how low he had the air conditioning turned you know, like slowed down de decomposition. He had like a fucking meat locker in there. Yeah, and then he was like, "Hey, buddy, can you help me flip him over?" I said, "Absolutely, do this." That's how I like to heat my bedroom. <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs> and last night I left my sliding door open for my oh, room when yeah. I went to bed. Oh, and it was like. 
10 degrees. Was it perfect? It was fucking great. <laughs> I slept so well. I slept with the window open above my head the other night, and it was rocking. About 4 a.m. <laughs> I said, I gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta close it. I did the same thing. Yeah. And he said, can you help me roll him over? I said, oh, yeah, I can help you. And we rolled him over, and he was decomposing on the bottom side. So everything that was face down the mattress, yeah, his nose, his chin, his mouth, he looked like a fucking Skeletor, the Crypt Keeper. And we rolled his ass over, and then, oh, my God, the stench ran up, hit me right in the nose. He had fucking, like, a bunch of piss and shit. Looked like he shit out of his dick. I don't even know what was wrong with it. <laughs> he just had a turd dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he had a little dick, but he looked like he... <laughs> Boy. Yeah, a little dig, but it looked like you shit out of it. <laughs> that's so sad if that's what happens to you when you die. We talk- Excuse me, sir, you pissed a turd. <laughs> we talked to those funeral, yeah. uh, the funeral home couple that one time. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, there's a, we could probably get them back on. Yeah, we need to. Uh, but I, I don't know if you officially shit out of your dick when you die. <laughs> I mean, they did say they plug you up. Yeah, so. they put that corkscrew in your butt, like a pigtail or something. Yeah, I wonder if they put one in your wiener, too. They need to, because I don't want to, you know... Yeah. Actually, I don't want to have a funeral. I don't want, and I'm good. I'm, I think I've said this before. I just want to be cremated. I don't yeah, want people do gathering in a room crying over my dead ass. We actually like, just had this conversation with my me and my wife did like a couple days ago. Yeah. Does she want the same as that she want or she want to be propped up in the corner? She's kind of, un, I think she's kind of undecided, but I told her like what my thoughts were on cremation. And she was like, I, that makes sense. It's cheaper. <clears throat> and when you put me in a box in the corner, I'm not there. That's what she said. She said, just do that cheaper. And I was like, well, here's my thoughts. I'm like, well, I don't want to fucking just chill on the ground and hope that somebody ever comes and visits me. If if I'm yeah. at least burnt, once it's cheaper and two, all my kids could have a part of me. Yeah. And I, take I, said, it wherever. I said, cremate my ass and take me to the Dairy Queen and put me in the soft serve machine on a Friday night when that place <laughs> is hopping. So, you know, put me in a couple blizzards or whatever. <laughs> no, I said just cremate me and put me in the busiest room in the house. Put me in the living room. Put me in the hallway where everybody passes. You know, uh, like Notre Dame. Play like a champion today. Slap my ass on the way out the door or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put me somewhere the you know, that I can just kind of watch over you. So the funny story about this is that my, my brother told me a story not too long ago. He, um, so, you know, he, you know, when you're an adult, you work a lot. He works a lot, so he's a... Uh, a lot of his main things that he keeps is inside of his office at work. Is I mean, yep. it's his personal office. Nobody else. She doesn't share it with anybody. And he has um, a small urn with my stepfather, his dad's yep. ashes in it. Well, this one guy, <laughs> he was sitting there doing paperwork. And this one guy came in, and I guess, I don't know what the dude's deal is, if he's stupid or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stupid or something? He came, he came in, and he fucking cracked the seal on it and opened it up and said, what the hell is this? So what's in this? And my dad, he looked at him and he was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? That's my dad. <laughs> and he was like, he, he said, you could just see the color drain from his face. And he was like, and, and this is a guy that works for my brother. So it's like, he's my bro. My brother's his boss. <laughs> and he was like, I am so sorry. Yeah. He's like, seriously, I did not know. I put my mouth in the air and be like, sorry, dad. <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, why would you just walk into someone's office and open shit that's not yours? Yeah, people are fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you remember that that um, civics teacher we had our senior year? He, he was real goofy dude. With, it was Mr. Miller. Big chin. Yeah, Miller. Yeah. yeah he had a, his wife looked like she, I don't know, he, he was young for his age. I mean, he looked super young for his age. Mm-hmm. I think he was... You know, he looked like he was maybe 30 and he was in his mid 40s. He doesn't say he looked like mid 30s. Yeah. yeah. He was, his wife looked, was 
older than him okay. and looked a lot <clears throat> older than her age. Okay. And he was a football coach, too. Yeah. And I walked in, first day of school, but, you know, I'd been with him for three months or three weeks for football before that. And I looked at the picture, I'm like, oh, man, you got a picture of your mom on your desk? He's like, that's my wife. Oh, no. And this guy looked like Quagmire. <laughs> yeah, he talked did. like Quagmire. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my mom. That's, uh, that's, not, that's not my mom. That's my wife. And I was like, ouch. And I said, uh, you probably fucking hate my guts don't <laughs> I felt like I was about uh, significantly shorter than my dick, so I felt <laughs> like I was about an inch tall at that point. Man, I'm trying to think if there was something. I know there's. I've done <clears throat> said, done or said some stupid shit. There was this one job that I had, and we had to do this um, icebreaker activity. And <laughs> me, I'm always the, the goofball and everything. So it was like it was an office job, and we were all standing in this... Um, uh, like this big meeting room and she was like all right everybody need, we need to everybody get in a circle and she was younger she's probably like a, the person who trained us she's probably like my age our age maybe a little bit like a year or two older and everybody got in a circle and it was the most fucked up looking circle ever and i was like <laughs> she was like what is this i was like the fuck it was like it looks like a circle that uh michael j fox uh drew oh, no. and she was like my dad has Parkinson's. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, well, mine doesn't, man. <laughs> or when you're serving. I was like, shit. Or when the hostess is like, enjoy your meal. And you're like, you too. Oh, dude, that's the worst. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. And then, like we said, we didn't. This episode didn't. If you can't tell, we're trying to buy time. Good story, <laughs> but it needs to be stretched out. So sorry for that. Stretch it. Yeah. But let's let's dive into it. This okay. is a pretty, pretty let's- weird Swan dive right into the crotch of this story. Mm. Anytime I get to swan dive in any crotch, taking it. Speaking of crotch, okay, I who's been, crotch? I have not been getting a lot lately because yeah, she posted up. She's bedridden. My wife is bedridden <laughs> with an 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 injured ankle. Mm-hmm. She can't walk. Yeah, she fucked her ankle. She fell in the goddamn snow. <laughs> fucked herself up bad i take her to the er that sucks and i've been in charge of everything she can't walk so she can't do anything i've had to do everything in the house since then i have not done a stitch of fucking uh, laundry (laughs) the dishes i complained about so bad that the the seven-year-old did the dishes (laughs) they're still crusty and they still stink (laughs) but you didn't have to do them no (laughs) I think Stacy did get up in there and they propped her up on the counter and she did him for a little bit. <laughs> oh man, it's been bad. It's been bad. I got this yeah. morning to um, I got this morning to get dressed for work and I didn't have the clothes that I needed. <laughs> Damn, that usually sucks. I have a pile of white undershirts. Not a pile, but she folds up my clothes nice and neat. Mm-hmm. There's a huge stack of white undershirts in my my one of my drawers. You can see Rob came in. You came in. You're like, nice fucking shirt, dumbass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm wearing this white undershirt, dude. This the stains is all over it. white undershirt. It was the last one. Yeah, it looks gray almost. It legit <laughs> looks like the shirt that Jesus wore when he fucking died. It is, it is disgusting. It's crazy how much stuff women do for us. And we don't even, like, it's we're, like stuff you don't know or like yeah, realize until you have to do it. They're just underappreciated. Yeah, for sure. And she gets to feeling better. I'm going to fucking suck a Cadbury egg right out of her ass. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> On October 12th, 2000, so shortly Ooh. after Y2K, <laughs> Mary Lou Henderson Morris. Mm, four names. Four names. Just like my parents, they gave me three first names. Nicholas, John, Alexander. No, they did. Mary Lou Henderson Morris. And it's important to remember her name, Mary Lou Henderson Morris, because we have two Marys in okay. the story. <clears throat> uh, but Mary Lou Henderson Morris was overdue at her job at Chase Bank just outside of Houston, Texas. Mm, okay. Her coworkers started to ask many questions as this was very much unlike Mary to be late and to not show. This had never happened before. She was never a no call, no show. And if you are one of them motherfuckers that no call, no shows to work, get a, get a lie, get a, <laughs> get a, go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> and it's an adult. I know. How can you just wake up? And say, I'm not going to work, and I'm not telling them. So then you legit leave everybody at work hanging. They're all, you know, like, oh, is Bill going to be here? Bill's one fucking dumps trash cans. And then eventually 10 o'clock rolls around, and then someone has to make the decision to say, hey, Bill's not coming in. One of you motherfuckers is going to have to dump the trash cans out. Where the fuck is Bill? You call Bill, he doesn't answer because he turned his phone off. He's sleeping, he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Because you're a grown adult that's no call, no showing. I've never done that. In all of my years, I remember I was like two minutes late for my job one time at the uh, when I was cutting grass and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was scared for my life. <laughs> I thought that they were going to beat my ass when I got there. Oh, man. And this is, I was working for the government. I got there and I said, oh, Colleen, I'm sorry. I'm fucking late. She said, sweetheart, it's okay. Just clock in. They're still they're still eating Pop-Tarts and drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> they smell each other's farts in the <laughs> yeah, lobby. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> sweating it, man. Yeah. But how can you just get your ass up and go to work? I've never been that careless, man. I like it. Like, I'll, yeah, I sweat, dude. Yeah, I don't even like calling off. I feel bad if I just call oh, off. Yeah. Even if something like legit happens, like if I'm like dying in the middle of the night or something i feel yeah, bad I had, but. Call, I had a call off this week because she can't move yeah and i felt bad and, and i said you know my wife hurt her ankle and then i start thinking in my head i said if someone uh, me from an outside perspective if someone called me and said i'm not coming to work because my wife hurt her ankle i would be like what kind of fucking circus are you running at your yeah house? yeah yeah but i'm here i'm living it she can't she can't walk she can't walk i tr fucking tried to fuck her and she didn't even try and move. Usually she'll fight back. She'll kick at me. Claw she'll away. She'll bite. She'll yeah. spit. She'll suck on my bottom lip. She'll do a lot of stuff to try and get away. Mm -hmm. But she said, Nick, I'm defenseless. And that got me so chubbed up. <laughs> You're fucking bricked. Rock hard. Yeah, dude. I was just fucking, yeah. As soon as she said that, she's like, I can't fight back. I, I cummed. I shot a load all over the place. Yeah. And then uh, spit in her mouth because I like to do that too. She, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> her, 
Her co-workers started asking many questions because Mary, this this is something that she she just didn't do. Mary had a passion for horses. She also had a passion for gardening. She very much liked crossed, crossing uh, flowers to try and create, I don't know what that process is called. Hmm. She liked making hybrid flowers, uh, making the males get with the males and the, whatever they do with flowers to make homogeneous, different fl- fucking flowers. You make a rose, it smells like a carnation. I don't know what they do. <sighs> she was a whore culture. She was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she did flowers and stuff, and uh, everybody that met Mary loved her. They thought the world of her. She was so sweet. She had a, such a sweet, caring nature. She loved her horses. She loved her family. She loved her husband. She loved everyone that she come in contact with. Mary was the epitome of the perfect, just Southwest Texas mother. She was everything. Aww. She embodied all of it. She was wonderful. Gotta love Mary Lou. Her, her husband, Jay, was was made known of the situation about Mary, that she had not arrived at work. And at that time, Jay became very anxious, very frantic, because just like her coworkers, Jay knew that this is something that Mary didn't do. <clears throat> she didn't dabble in the being late shit. She knew that she wasn't out fucking banging rails, you know, shooting up smack in some alley smoking marijuana fucking flushing her life down the drain just like most of you are doing right now smoking dope and pot and weed injecting it putting it in your beer whatever you fucking do with it scumbags (laughs) and that gets me my next point if you fucking jack off to anime that's disgusting too you should be in prison you should be in prison getting the shit beat out of you in the shower not necessarily rape because that's a little much but you should definitely be in the uh, if you're jacking off the anime. I don't want you listening to this show, and I only want people with puffy nipples listening to this show. <laughs> Wait a second, I don't remember how we did that. Yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Someone will remind us. Sadly, uh, most police departments will make you wait 24 hours. Uh, they'll make you wait 24 to 72 hours before allowing you to file a missing a missing person re- report. So, for instance, if you go if t- t- tonight, Robert, and you drive home from here and you decide that you want to go to a, um, a a gay swingers club on the way home, you go there. Try to stop me. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. <laughs> you go there. Something happens that you some type of uh, accident. You fucking bleed out at the st- swingers club mm-hmm. at the gay swingers. Took club. too big of a dick. No, that's not what I just something happens where you bleed out. Okay. Uh, naturally, your wife is going to go to the police and she's going to say, my husband is missing. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they're going to say, well, ma'am, you might have went to a gay swingers club. <laughs> we know who your husband is. <laughs> we listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah. We know who he is. We know what he's about. And then she's like, no, I'm worried he might have bled out at the. She's not going to know that. But <laughs> they're not necessarily going to do anything until it's been about 24, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. So all that time, if, for instance, you don't die for. This is what I'm hoping for, Robert. I'm going to keep you here. I'll try not to. Long as I can keep you. You don't die. They put you in a truck and they just drive you off. They go to um, where's a romantic getaway? Uh, Hocking Hills. Waffle House. (laughs) Take you to Waffle House. (laughs) They take you that dumpster in the back to hold all the grease. (laughs) Yes, please. Bury me. Cover you in that fucking. uh, (laughs) Smother and cover me, baby. (laughs) We're going to turn you into a dick omelet. We're going to turn you into a fucking cum omelet. 
Oh man! Yeah, put some cheese on you and flip you <laughs> over and fill you up full of cum. Oh please, please God! All of this stuff is happening. Your wife has already reached out to the police and said, "Look, something bad has happened to him." In the meantime, the police say can't do anything for you because he's not really missing. Do shit again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it bad? Yeah, it just fucking so, hit me. Sorry, bro. It's, I, it's good, man. It's uh, I can't. <laughs> We gotta do two episodes tonight, so oh, we gotta shit. get through this. It's okay, man. I I just had to. Right. I just had to make sure. Yeah, and then your wife, she's just lost without you. She reported you missing. She did what she would needed to do, and but they can't they can't start the investigation until okay, he's really missing. By that time, you've been uh, come omeleted probably five times. Yep, they've taken you <clears throat> places. You uh, they probably made you drink a zima with your ass. Yeah. There's a lot of different things. Trying to get my retirement check out of my bank. Yeah. <laughs> Propped you up. <laughs> Propped me up. to the gas station. <laughs> hey, no, he looks dead. <laughs> but he's just sad because he's broke. He wants I his money. <laughs> Help him. Yeah. <laughs> the money gives him life. <laughs> Save this man's life. And I think that's a little crazy how they'll make you wait all that time. It's not the same for children. Yeah, I was going to say children's different, but adults, yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> there was this, uh, I'm in this. Bengals group online called the Who Day Nation or something like mm-hmm. that. And the last last weekend, there was a man and a wife, Bengals fans, that went down to the Titans game in Tennessee. Okay. They got into a little scuffle at a bar. Nothing, you know, they were both okay. Mm-hmm. But then they walked, they started to walk to their car, and the husband's like, oh, I left my phone in the bar. And uh, he said, I'm going to go back to the bar and get my phone. So he walks back to the bar. The wife doesn't see him for the rest of the night. She's just left there waiting for this dude. And it kind of blew up on the internet this week. They're like, help find this guy. He's missing. You know, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> and first of all, I looked at the picture. I said, oh, yeah, that dude was in some pussy. <laughs> he looked like he was cheating on his wife. I don't know if that was the case or not. I don't know the dude, but he looked like he was cheating on his wife. Anyway, so they're still, they keep on putting up these Facebook posts like, help. He would, he went back for his cell phone, never came back. I'm like, he's stumbled into something. Hmm. He, uh. And then they finally find his ass. Uh, he says that he went back to uh, the uh, <laughs> he went back to the bar. Somebody bonked him on the head. He lost oh, consciousness. Okay, this is what he says. Okay, this dude looks like a slime ball. <laughs> he look. I mean, he looks like somebody we would have fun partying with, but he looks sure. like a slime ball. Yeah, yeah, not somebody you'd want to be in a relationship with. Yeah, I mean, he could be a hell of a dude. I don't know. Who knows? He could be telling the truth. Let's just assume. But he goes. He said. He said. I went back. I got bonked on the head. I woke up naked in an alley somewhere. <laughs> Damn. And uh, I don't know. I think he said he was all fine. His clothes are ripped and shit. I don't remember. But he said, I woke up and I wandered around for six, seven, eight hours. So he just walked around for six, seven, or eight hours. Naked? No, I don't think it was naked. Well, but his shit all tore up. He didn't go to a phone. After wandering th- through uh, Nashville for all that time, he finally went to a church. He said the church <laughs> took him in. <laughs> this is all real. This is what he told the cops, too. He said the church took him in. Fed him. <laughs> they made him a hot meal. <laughs> this shit. This fucking shit doesn't happen anymore, dude. Man, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. So the church took him in, gave him a hot meal, fed him, <laughs> and then they called his wife from the church landline and said, Hey, we got Timmy or whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> we found uh, the grace of God brought him here and uh we got him. So she went and got him. And then she released a statement afterwards and said, I got my husband back. 
I'm not talking about it anymore. Oh, okay. Which leads me to believe that he he might have smelled like another woman. Or he done something. fucked up. He did something bad, I think. Well. But I'm not, you know, hmm. who am I to say? But I just think it's funny the church said, come on in. Like it's a stormy night and they find him out, you know, eating rats in the trash or something. Like someone just left him on like the church step, yeah. like knocked on the door and ran. One of them baby boxes yeah. in the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> that shit doesn't happen anymore dude no if churches are so fucked up if you went to a church right now you're like i haven't eaten in three days you're like oh it's gonna be four get away from our front door please <laughs> <laughs> bitch uh but yet in the so with the delayed search for people and they're missing and there's a huge strain on police resources right now as well man you can't find police officers no one wants to be a fucking cop anymore hell no so, there are some shitty, shitty bang bang cops out there, mm-hmm. but there are some good dudes out there too. Yeah, but that job is not for us. That mm-hmm. is not a job that I want. That's not a job that I no. want my friends to want. Man, it's, it's a job I wanted for a long time, but you couldn't pay me enough money to do that shit now. God, dude, missing the, missing all the holidays. Yeah, missing time with your family. Uh, missing all the sleep. You, fucking everybody hates cops nowadays too. Yeah, so you, you get way more hard over time. You don't fucking live after retirement. No. You, they're like, all right, come be a cop, or you only have to work for twenty five years. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that sounds good. And they're like, but the life expectancy after retirement five months. So we're like. Oh, I retire with a $2 million pension, mm-hmm. and I get to spend it for five months. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Right. I'm going to need a little bit longer than that. And the chances of you being a um, divorced alcoholic are like 98%. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Mm. It's uh, realtors and police officers are the- It's bad right now. Dude. Are the highest, <laughs> yeah. highest percentage of people that that happens to. God love them. Thank you for your cervix. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for that cervix. Hard time right now. They, um, But Jay and his wife, Mary, they didn't dabble in crime. Like I said, they weren't smoking dope or weed, that kind of stuff. It was, it was hard for him to give the police anything to go off of because that's what Jay wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Jay wanted to be like, okay, uh, the other day we had some guys following us in the parking lot or um, she's been doing some some work with the Mexican cartel. She's been working with the mafia. He wanted Damn. to be able to give them something, mm-hmm. but they didn't do anything like that. They, they weren't those kind of people. I know it's not very comfortable to talk about mental health, but mental health is so important and sometimes it could take someone like me to tell you, hey, it's okay to need help. And our friends at BetterHelp can help you no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what problems you're having, relationships, depression, stress, anxiety, anger. They've helped me. They've helped hundreds of Brohio listeners. You're going to be set up with a therapist and you're going to be communicating in under 24 hours. There's no awkward doctor visits. You're going to do it all online. Uh, you're going to get thoughtful, professional responses from um, the therapist at BetterHelp. And no matter what it is, like I said, you're dealing with, they can help you and they will help you. I promise they've helped so many people before. Uh, they've We've had so many people reach out to tell us that the, the, the people at BetterHelp have helped them. So if you feel like you could benefit from just some help you know they're they're gonna help you if um you you just feel like it uh, whatever you're dealing with is is too much 
reach out to our friends at BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash BroHio, and you're going to get a special deal from them for being one of our listeners. Um, you can join over 1 million people that are taking charge of their mental health. Again, go to BetterHelp.com slash BroHio, and I promise, guys, they're going to help you. You're going to get um, you're going to get thoughtful responses and you're going to take steps towards feeling better and feeling normal. And I know that means a lot to um, a lot of our listeners. So go check them out. Betterhelp.com slash Brohio. Tell them Nick sent you. Thank you. Our super special friends at Blue Chew are back again. This year, it's time to get off the couch and get back into the bedroom. Blue Chew can help you with that. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life. And when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes to uh, time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew's unique online service delivers the same active ingredients as Vi- Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. And you can take it anytime, day or night. Empty, full, you can plan ahead or it's ready whenever you're ready and you have the opportunity. The process is simple. Go to, You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. No awkward doctor visits that comes to your front door. And a nice discreet package. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a nice, like I said, discreet little package. And I can't say enough about Blue Chew. I tried it, and the only person that liked my Blue Chew more than me was my wife. She raves about it. She knows when we go on our little trips. I got my Blue Chew. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be at my absolute best. And you feel like if you're someone that you could, uh, you could benefit from that extra confidence. Well, we've got a very, very special deal for for you. Uh, it actually involves some free product. Go to BlueChew.com and use the promo code BROHIO. You're going to receive your first month free. Again, visit BlueChew.com. You're going to use the promo code BROHIO. All you have to pay is $5 for uh, shipping. For more details and important safety information, you can also check out BlueChew.com. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the BROHIO podcast. This episode of the Brahio Podcast is brought to you by Monk Pack. Uh, Monk Pack offers low sugar, keto friendly bars, which are plant based, gluten free, and non GMO. They're the perfect snack for anyone who's trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste. And you do not sacrifice taste on the Monk Pack uh, bars. I can promise you that. Monk Pack granola bars and nut and seed bars contain only one gram of sugar or less, two to three grams of net carbs, and each bar contains about 150 calories or less. They sent us all a variety of Monk Pack bars. Every single bar I tried was delicious. You look at the nutrition facts, you see that you're not eating bad stuff, but it tastes like you're indulging on a in a on a sweet treat. And I can't say enough about the flavors. They fill you up. They make you feel like you don't have to go gorge yourself. They're great for in-between meals when you're on the go. I've used I keep them in my car. They're they're delicious. They're they're perfect for what they're needed for. And if you're in kind of like trying to, you know, eat better and not and the problem with me is I was eating bad snacks. These taste like bad snacks, but they're great for you. There's great ingredients, healthy ingredients. So it kind of tastes like you're maybe having something you shouldn't, but you are actually 
putting something very good in your body. Monk Pack, uh, they have an amazing chewy texture and come in delicious flavors like sea salt, dark chocolate, mm, coconut, cocoa chip, mm, and caramel sea salt. Mm, mm. They're perfect for quick breakfast, a snack between Zoom calls, or a guilt-free decadent dessert by shopping online. You can avoid another trip to the grocery store and have Monk Pack delivered right to your front door just like we had. In addition to being keto-friendly, the bars are also gluten-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no sugar, alcohol, soy, or artificial flavors. I know you hear a lot from a lot of different sponsors, but I can't say enough good things about how delicious these bars are and how perfect they are for whatever you're trying to achieve. So, guys, give Monk Pack a try. You won't be disappointed. I promise. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our promo code BROHIO at checkout. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M U N K P A C K.com and select any product, then enter our promo code BROHIO at checkout and you're going to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they stand behind their product, they'll exchange the product or they'll refund your money, whichever you prefer. Give it a try, guys. I promise you won't be disappointed. Delicious, delicious bars, great flavors. Tell him the old delicious Nicolicious sent you. There was nothing for him to give the police to say, this is a lead to go off of. This is kind of what she dabbled in because there was nothing like that that they did. And it was it was heartbreaking for Jay knowing that his wife is missing and he had no idea why. And that would be very unsettling to know that your wife is missing and that uh, you have no fucking idea where she's at. Yeah, that'd be scary. I have a hard time taking my wife right now, dude, with that broken ankle. <laughs> She'd be dead weight, you know, anytime uh, dead weight's 10 times heavier than, than regular weight. I think that if. Uh, <clears throat> Isn't that weird? It is weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like it. The well, other my, day I was, I was wrestling my oldest son and he went dead weight. He's getting big. dude. And he's fucking big. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> normally I could just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's, it's super easy. And he went dead weight. And I was like, oh, good God. God damn, boy. <laughs> like, you're a big boy, man. It's- big motherfucker. So the last time that he had seen his wife, last time that Jay had seen his wife is when she left for work at 6 a.m. And that was the last time that anyone had seen her. Mm-hmm. Now, you're probably thinking what I was thinking. That immediately makes Jay a suspect. Anytime that the last person comes forward and says, I'm the last person that saw him, that kind of brings them to the top of the, the suspect sure. list. Yeah, naturally. Sadly, though, uh, later that day, Jay would receive the phone call that no husband wants to receive. Uh, Mary's Chevy Lumina was found on a remote road about three miles from their house, burnt to nearly nothing. Such a nice car. <laughs> it was a nice car. I think I definitely <laughs> got drunk in one of those <laughs> growing up. <coughs> I think I got fingered in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I fingered a guy in one of them, dude. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> that was you. That was you in the Slimer mask. It's Damn, cute, man. it's funny. Yeah, you had so much fucking chocolate pudding in your pockets. <laughs> that was poop. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely poop. That was my colostomy All bag. These years, <laughs> the uh, the remains inside had pudding in the pockets. <laughs> Where are we? I'm so mixed up. <laughs> oh man, after the Chevy Lumina, the remains inside the vehicle. Sorry, the remains inside the vehicle did belong to Mary Jay's wife. But at the time, the remains were burnt so badly that they were unable to identify the body, even though we know that the remains were 
those of uh, Mary, Jay's wife. They had to defer to dental records to confirm the identity of Mary, which they ultimately did. Her melted jewelry was discovered on the floorboard of the vehicle, casting doubt as to whether it was a robbery. So in the event that it was a robbery, one of the first things that they would take, this is the year 2000, the person's not going to have a lot of expensive things on them, maybe a flip phone, uh, maybe some cash, but uh, ultimately you're going to be stealing credit cards, cash, and jewelry. Mm -hmm. Her jewelry was intact for the most part. It was melted to the floorboard. Melted to the interior because it had been, it melted. All, that's how badly burnt her body was. Damn. But they couldn't find her wedding ring uh, was one of the things that they couldn't find. But also missing was her purse. And like I said, her wedding ring. She did have an ex-husband, but he was very compliant right from the beginning, as was Jay. So the Jay right away, he had an alibi. He had... Um, the police had no reason to believe that Jay was involved in the murder of his wife. There was the ex-husband as well. They had been uh, separated for quite some time. He was not a suspect either. He had an alibi. He had been nothing but uh, civil with Mary over the years. He had never, he didn't really bother her over anything. This, they were kind of not really examined or viewed as witnesses or uh, viewed as suspects in any part of this investigation. <clears throat> like I said, her purse was missing. That could be a robbery. Mm-hmm. But why would you take the purse and not the jewelry? Sure. Why? You know, it might have been hard to slide the jewelry off. I don't, I don't know. But they did take her wedding ring. So they did take some. Okay. So they got something out of it. Making things more interesting here. This will get you all pretty invested in this story. An anonymous phone call came into the Houston Police Department after the murder of Mary. The caller stated that the murder was an accident, some type of mix-up, but gave no other information. And obviously, at the time, the Houston police, they were unable to determine where exactly the call came from. And back then, it was a lot easier to kill somebody (laughs) and get away with it. Now, you can't do shit without having someone know where the fuck you're at. Dude, it'd have been easier in hell to kill somebody like back in like the 40s. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. And Easy. Think about how many murders occurred that were just never, no one ever knew about. A lot. It's wild, man. Uh, but now you got cell phones, uh, watches, you got computer chips in your fucking car know where you're at. Everything, your location is recorded and some, and this is something that some people know, some people don't know. If you have an Android, I'm sorry, you're a goddamn hillbilly. <laughs> but <clears throat> you type in Google Activity Tracker, mm-hmm. and you go to your account there in Google. And you go to location or whatever. You can see that your fuck your fucking phone records every single location you go to. Also, anytime you Hit up the you know Google Assistant. Say, uh, Google, help me find fucking sushi. It records your voice, what you say. It records all that, and it puts it in that Google that Google Activity Tracker. Every website you go to, every single time you open an app on your phone. So if you're downloading an app and using it behind your spouse's back and just deleting it oh. whenever you get around your spouse, oh. 
if you go to Google Activity Tracker, you can see where that app app is getting downloaded, offloaded, downloaded. You can see all of that. Google records every time you (laughs) fucking touch your phone. And Apple might do it as well, but it's not as easy to access the information. Sure. Apple's a little cooler with your security, I think. <laughs> a little cooler. Yeah, I it's, hope. it's crazy, man. <laughs> it is crazy. Literally everything you do is tracked. <laughs> Every is. fucking thing. And you're always on tape, man. Oh, dude, always. I can't jack off anywhere <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I got a little jack off tent I keep here at the house. We got cameras all over this house, too. Mm-hmm. I put up a jack. I just start. They, my wife knows if the tent goes up, I'm in there jacking off. Yeah, you know what's going on. I just don't want to be on film. Yeah. But, and it makes it hard. It's like a tent. It's like a four by four tent. And I got to lay down to ejaculate. So it really creates a conundrum. I just let my feet hang out of the tent. <laughs> as long as it's covering me from the torso up. Just let them do the thing. I don't care. <laughs> you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I know what's going on. <laughs> what's even more uh, interesting about this story <laughs> is a typical calling card or an MO for a hitman is to take something personal from someone when they commit the murder, they commit the deed and seal the deal. You hire a hitman and he kills your spouse and then you say, oh, wow, you probably didn't fucking, you know, you guys settle on $50,000. And he says, I want my 50, I would like my $50,000 after I just desecrated your wife's life. I took it, she's dead now. And you say, I don't fucking believe you. I don't believe you. And then he says, what about this right here? I have your wife's wedding ring. And you're like, fuck, got her. I had her, wha- I had her whacked. Mm-hmm. And that's a calling card for uh, a hitman. That's kind of one of the things they do. They'll take a wedding ring or they'll take a wallet. They'll take a purse. And she was missing her wedding ring. Mm. She was missing her purse. But the other jewelry was left behind. The greatest thing of value was the car itself. Yeah. So presumably you could have just shot her and set her on fire on the side of the road. Sure. And then took the vehicle. That's not what happened, though. Hmm. But, uh, makes you wonder. <clears throat> it makes you wonder. <laughs> phone records indicated that she made a 911 phone call 15 minutes after getting off the phone with one of her friends. Okay. The, uh, um, this is not, this was, so there was blood. I'm leaving the part out about the gun because that's not right. The okay. blood was found inside. Uh, the blood found inside the vehicle after they did all their forensics and stuff didn't match anyone except for Mary. Now, and this is also a little strange. Months after Mary Lou was murdered, a teenager in Galveston, Texas, was caught using her phone card. The 16-year-old uh, claimed she had picked up a purse she found in a parking lot, and the card was inside. She said she gave the purse to a friend and that the other contents of the purse had been disposed of. Ooh. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> and we'll elaborate more on that here at the end of the story. Okay. Mary Lou, unfortunately, she's dead. No suspects whatsoever. No, no leads to go off of, no evidence that would lead them to a killer that would nail somebody to the wall. And this is where things get really interesting. Just four days later, on October 16th, 2000, someone by the name of Mary McGinnis Morris was found dead in a remote area. So you have to remember that the person hmm. that we're, we were talking about before was Mary Lou Henderson Morris or yeah. Mary Morris. Um, 
But the second woman we're talking about is Mary McGinnis Morris. Yeah, so not Mary Lou, but Mary. <clears throat> and the two of them, middle-aged white women with brunette hair, they look a lot alike. Ooh. They look just like one another. Oof. Mary McGinnis Morris, or Mary number two, was found in a remote area. She was dead as well. Uh, Mary number two was found 25 miles from the original Mary's crime scene. She was found in her car on the side of the road with a gunshot wound to the head, although her vehicle had not been burnt to a crisp. She was discovered by a passing ATV rider. She was not burned, but there was definitely a struggle at one point. She had some ripped clothing and there were fibers that were found inside her mouth as if she had been gagged prior to being shot in the head. Giggity, giggity. Mary number two had a little more of a backstory associated with her life at the time, though, whereas Mary number one, no fucking baggage. Hmm. Mary number two, she just left the grocery store. She had some <laughs> bags, buddy. She was having issues with a coworker, and prior to her murder, she had called a friend to tell her friend that she was afraid of someone at her job at the drugstore. She oversaw several clinics for a pharmaceutical company named Union Carbide. That's a badass name. <clears throat> it is. And we'll stop right there. Whenever, uh, whenever I go to the doctor, my uh, my wife works in the medical field as well. But mm -hmm. this is uh, this is I've seen this a lot where I go to the doctor and these pharmaceutical representatives will come inside. They'll they'll come in and they'll want to talk to the doctor and they'll bring in lunch for everybody. They'll bring in pens. That's why you always see like pens with Viagra and stuff. These, mm. uh, these pharmaceutical reps come in and they give out the items. So this is, this is, I fucking hate everything. <laughs> the reason they do that is it's, it's a bribery. So they mm -hmm. bring these, they bring me pizza and wings and pasta and they bring in these pens and these notebooks and they say, hey, Doc, how about next time you have a guy in here that can't get a Woody, you prescribe him Viagra instead of Cialis. The doctor says, that sounds like a pretty fucking cool idea. <laughs> Thanks for the pizza. <laughs> so that's what happens next time I walk in there. I'm like, hey, Doc, my dick don't work. You'd be like, Here's some Viagra. Well, guess what uh, I got for you, buddy? Like, oh, I want to see Alice. He's like, no, Viagra's the good shit. When they're both fucking the work. Same fucking thing. Or if you really want to get a fucking hard on, you take a blue chew. <laughs> Promo code Brohio. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so dirty to me that it's bribery. It's pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical stuff. You should be looking for the 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 best, most relatable uh, medicine. To help your condition, not what the doctor thinks that you should take based off a fucking pizza that brought that was brought in. And usually these pharmaceutical representatives are females, and they're usually very voluptuous, and they're dressed <laughs> like goddamn sluts. Bless them. And they they just and the and the guys that, that are pharmaceutical representatives. And someone send me an email and stop me if I'm wrong. But the pharmaceutical uh, sales seems like the grimiest, slimiest job profession. Martin Shkreli. You're just <laughs> you're just traveling. You're meeting with all these rich people. Hell yeah, man! And what what you don't see, what you, what you don't see is even though um, pharmaceutical rep A brings in a pizza that night, pharmaceutical rep A and the doctor are likely going out to a nice-ass steakhouse mm -hmm. where Pharmaceutical A is really going to seal the deal and say, I'm going to buy you a fucking $300 dinner if you'll prescribe our pharmaceuticals. 
and every doctor wants a big old fat steak. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the way it goes down. And it just, and if they're dressed like, if they're dressed the way they are, scantily clad mm-hmm. during the day, what are they looking like at night? What's going on at night? They're just setting it up for something that's going to happen later on. So if I come into the doctor's office, I got on some gray sweatpants. My dick and balls are bulging now. Just hanging out of the flap in the front. Yeah, I've got a big old fat fucking piss stain in the front of my pants. I got a, a cutoff uh, uh, Creed shirt. With, I got big old pipes. My arms are flexed and baby oiled. Blood stain on the taint. And I'm like, I got some blood pressure pills. I think you start prescribing. And the and the female doctor's like, oh, okay, I'll start prescribing. Like, Maybe we can go out to the Sizzler tonight. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take you to the Sizzler tonight. And all day, all she's thinking about is my fucking machismo <laughs> about me being oiled up in that Creed shirt. But she all she's thinking about is that nacho cheese stain on my sweatpants. <laughs> The cigarette ashes she in your thought, beard. She thought it was a shit sting, but it was nacho cheese from my set on the nachos in my car, <laughs> which has happened to me before. That's not surprising. He's like, I haven't been fucked in four years. <sighs> yeah, I really like those. He was a little chubby, but I really like those sweatpants. <laughs> all she's thinking about all day long yeah. is going to the Sizzler and seeing what I got underneath that Creed shirt. <laughs> Just thinking it's about a, that fucking dump truck you're yeah, hauling around. Yeah, she's like, uh, where are you going to get that nacho cheese stain off? <laughs> it's a fucking game. It's a game, dude. It's a disgusting game, I think. I, and I don't know this. I've never talked to a pharmaceutical rep in my life. Mm-hmm. But I just know slimy, grimy, disgusting, fucking putrid things go on <laughs> to seal the deal in this pharmaceutical. And I feel like that's sales in general, though. Oh, yeah, it is, man. Yeah, It, it definitely is. But... The, <laughs> So Mary number two, she was one of these pharmaceutical reps and her husband always had this suspicion that Mary number two was probably having an affair, which in my analysis probably happened. In. She wasn't the guy in the Creed shirt. Sure. No nacho stain. When you are with me, I'm free. I'm careless, I believe. We all took that halftime show for for granted. Above <laughs> all the others, That's a good fucking song. I'm dude. fucking stoked on this year's halftime show. I am too. Holy fuck, I can't wait. Snoop Dogg says the N-word. And they're like, ah! <laughs> he hit the fucking red button on his ass. No, 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 no. They're like, okay, we want to emphasize uh, we have an agenda this year. The NFL, I'm not going to get into it. doesn't fucking matter. I'm just going to stop myself. I've been <laughs> drinking. I just hate fucking whenever shit doesn't make sense. I'll talk to you about it off the air. Okay, that's fine. So um, she was having problems with a co-worker. Okay. Mary number two was. It was speculated that she may have been abducted by this unknown assailant at work, which was her, her co-worker, Dwayne. Let me tell you this. If you have a coworker named Dwayne, that dude is up to some dingleberry shit for sure. He's up to no fucking good. It's my uncle's real name. I know. <laughs> that guy's always up to no good. I'll still never forget. We were like sixth grade. We were like, 
you got that little pool table in your room. We're playing pool. And, and I'm like, let's play strip pool. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Start giving his boots and his jeans and shit. We had him down to his fucking boxers by the end of it. He, he, he like walked upstairs like, oh, if I can't tuck all my clothes. <laughs> Too rich for my blood. Yeah. <laughs> if I play anymore, I'll get a felony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my underwear on. <laughs> uh, one of the nicest guys I've ever met, man. Yeah, he's great. It was uh, it was speculated maybe she was abducted by Dwayne. Who knows? Her killer had tried to make her death look like it was an uh, or, or that she had committed committed suicide. Now going back to Dwayne for a moment, her coworker at work was harassing her. In one instance, he left a note for her that read, "Death to her." <laughs> oh damn! Death to her. Very ominous. It is ominous. Very sketchy. I like it. And I had I walked out the other day because it just snowed a couple days ago and (laughs) I don't know who wrote it, but it definitely looked like a female's writing right in front of my work vehicle. Someone wrote fuck in the snow (laughs) 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 and I hadn't been outside since it snowed. My wife hadn't been outside. <laughs> my kids hadn't because it had been it was night was it in yellow handwriting <laughs> no, it was like someone used their finger because it was like perfectly <laughs> written i was like and it was like very pretty handwriting and i mean normally I'd, i would think it would be a female's writing so i'm like who just wrote fuck and i was like is there a you anywhere like but no it just said fuck you started looking around there's some like 80 <laughs> year old woman just waving at everyone <laughs> all right dog i saw you out there Getting in your work truck, and I thought maybe you could come work on my whisker. <laughs> I look, damn man, is this? I got excited for a second. I'm like, shit. I know how much you like scrambled eggs, Rob Dog. You can. <laughs> Grandma's got some fucking eggs you can scramble. <laughs> you might even find some little pieces of eggshell up in there if you get to looking real close. I don't know if Grandma makes makes eggs eggs anymore. Rob Dog, you like cream cheese on your bagels? <laughs> God, I don't I don't know where this oh, goes. You squeeze Grandma hard enough, and she'll make something creamy for you. That's so gross. Oh, Grandma, you you're too much. Suck on Grandma's tits. You got a little piece of <laughs> you got a little piece of hair in your teeth, don't you, Rob Dog? Oh, that's nasty. Grandma used to have some big old fat titties when she was gone. I got a rug at the old speakeasy. I suck every dick in that place, <laughs> You don't like being my grandson, do you, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> no, Grandma, you make me feel really awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, well, you make me jack off a lot. <laughs> uh, okay, where am I? Oh, fuck. She had recently started carrying a gun. Her, (laughs) which kind of goes along with the killer set it up to make it look like she had killed herself. She told her husband about the crazy ass guy at work and her husband's like, all right, you got to start carrying my revolver with you. And he taught her how to shoot the gun. He thought, but he ultimately he knew that she had no fucking idea how to use the gun. Right. But she, the gun that she was carrying was used to inflict the gun wound on her head that ultimately took her life. Okay. But she did not fire the gun. Somebody else fired the gun. So whomever knew about the predicament that she was in knew that she had a gun. Okay. And there was probably only one person that knew that, which was her husband, mm. I believe. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that, and I cannot confirm that. Um, but 
her uh her and her husband they were having some marital problems as well it was getting pretty messy he was pretty uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was accusatory. He always thought that she was running around on him. The two... <laughs> my, my dude was super insecure. <laughs> yeah, he was. When questioned by the police, the co-worker Dwayne, Dwayne Young, insisted he had nothing to do with Mary McGinnis's death. However, shortly before the murder, uh, Young, Dwayne Young, had arrived at the drugstore and started making a scene. Prior to that, there was all kinds of screaming. They had to drag his fucking ass out of there. It was a mess. But prior to that, Dwayne had always attempted to smear Mary's name and reputation. He was shouting and asking for Mary while banging on the store windows. He had to be escorted out of the drugstore. Damn. And nobody just acts like that for no reason. For sure. That looks like a man uh, that has passion on the brain. Maybe like he and Mary were hmm. sharing some type of swapping fluids. Something, yeah. He was checking out her scrambled eggs. Yeah. And something went awry. <clears throat> Police investigated the connection between Dwayne and Mary and considered the possibility that her husband, Mike, and the co-worker had hatched a plan to kill her together. Mike's alibi was that he had taken his daughter to a movie that day. Suspiciously, he never gave authorities permission to interview his daughter to confirm the alibi he also refused to take a polygraph exam in relation to what he was actually doing that day. Mm-hmm. Although I think polygraph tests don't mean fucking shit. Oh, no, not at all. <clears throat> it's a gimmick. Yep. She and her husband, Mary and um, Mike, they, they were having, like I said, some marital problems. The couple, uh, they were known to, to have frequent arguments, and Mike suspected his wife of having an affair when Mike was asked about the affair, he said, I confronted her and the person. They looked at me in the eye and denied it. I chose to believe them. We had problems in the past few years, but we were well on our way to solving them. We were back at the point of being best friends when she died. Suspiciously enough, Mary, number two, also had a $700,000 life insurance policy. Uh, that was on her. Uh, conveniently. Yes. Friends also went on record and said that the two were indeed still having marital issues at the time of her death. He would uh, marry number two's husband would oftentimes follow her around town and he would just always kind of berate her and and tell her that he knew that she was cheating on him. There was a four minute phone call logged from Mike's cell phone going to marry number two's cell phone. An hour and a half after Mary called 911 to report that she had been fucking kidnapped. There's okay. a 911 phone call involved <clears throat> that the police never, uh, never released. Where Mary calls 911 to say someone's watching her. Someone's abducted her. She doesn't say what it looks like or who it was. Hmm. He just tells the 911 dispatcher that she was indeed abducted by someone. And an hour and a half after she was abducted, there was a four-minute phone call between Mike's cell phone and Mary number two's cell phone. Okay. <clears throat> Mike says, no, or nothing, no, you're reading too much into it. That's just where I let the phone ring and ring and ring. But I don't think phone records, they don't really pop up until the, the connection is made. So if you call, I don't know if, if you call somebody... I don't know if it shows up on phone records until hmm. the answer. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know how that works. <clears throat> I probably am. I probably am wrong. 
Several months after, a family friend was visiting for dinner. They realized that Mike's daughter, this is weird, was wearing the deceased woman, Mary Number Two's, wedding ring. When, because at the time of her uh, murder as well, it was noted that her wedding ring was missing as well. Hmm. And then some family friend came over and said the daughter was wearing the wedding ring. When asked about it, Mike said that she wasn't wearing it when she died, which is something that people piece of information he did not provide the police at the time of the investigation. This was a great time for message boards. The uh, uh, the year 2000. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. man. You know how many of this. So the year 2000, we would have been middle school. Yeah. Eighth grade. <clears throat> Several of my friends close to me, their parents divorced because of internet chat rooms. Damn. Probably four four of my friends, two of my closest friends, their parents divorced because of things that were happening inside of internet chat rooms. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And that, dude, that was the, that was the dawn of it all. Dad talking to another dad somewhere else, pretending yeah. to cosplaying as a woman. Yeah, hey man, I got a big old fat and <laughs> got a big old fat boy on me. I used to come home from fifth grade. We had dial up internet. Mm-hmm. And I told I've told this story before. <clears throat> and we uh <clears throat> my parents didn't monitor that shit. Yeah, I would hop yeah. on AOL. <laughs> You've got mail. I would get on there and I'd tear it up. I'd go to chat rooms and be like uh fucking uh mechanic i make fucking 200 million dollars and i got a huge dick and everyone's (laughs) like i start getting instant messages like people just hey how are you what's up where do you live and i had people i could talk to someone for 20 minutes and by the end of the 20 minutes they're like you are the one for me i love you (laughs) i want to fuck you i want to make i want to come I want us to come together. And I'm a fifth grader, dude. Yeah, I man, was in crazy. fourth and fifth grade. I had these old nasty bitches swooning over me. <laughs> That's how you you probably got my aunt. Cause I think she had a bunch of boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, the, that's how she found thought, all the men she dated. That she way. thought she did. Chat rooms. ASL, buddy. Yep. I don't know about ASL, but I know I like them DSLs. About <laughs> <laughs> them dick sucking lips. Bitch. <laughs> I'd be up in those chat rooms just wilding, dude. I had some, I remember it, Big Daddy Cool 97 or some <laughs> shit like that. Some fucking diesel shit right there. I, would I just, wanted them to think that I was seven foot tall. I, I would just troll in those the, the chat rooms, man. That's yeah. all I ever did. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, one of the first things I'd tell them, I'd be like, I wear boxers. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm in a fifth grade, dude. I don't know shit about fuck. You got shit stains in your yeah. tidy whities yeah, I'm, I'm wearing one sock and it's getting the tip of it smells like piss. I don't know why. Because I pissed all over my foot in the bathroom. And is I, it funny, like, our, like, preconceived notions, like, what cool is or a little, like, <laughs> like, yeah, I fucking smoke camels. Yeah, I'm like, I wear boxers and I got a truck. <laughs> and these bitches would be like, oh, fuck, God. <laughs> God, hot daddy, fuck me. And it was so much different than because you couldn't, there was no, you know, like, hey, why don't you send me a picture? Yeah. You didn't ever have to do that. So when I was on these chat rooms, I never had to reveal my identity <laughs> because the internet, you couldn't send pictures yet. You yeah. Couldn't, you couldn't take pictures and send them over. The, I mean, you, probably, you had to have like a scanner uh, and you had to wait like 15 minutes for the pe- fucking picture to scan and then to longer do. than that to send. <laughs> it was hard to do. Man. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I would tell them, I'd say, I fucking shift my car so goddamn hard, your <laughs> pussy will rattle out of it. I didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, man. But I just remember, I'd always lead, like, I'm sitting here in my boxers. And I was, too. <laughs> my little fucking turtle head hanging out. You know, the little... My boxers were so... They were like five T's. They weren't even... They were little... They still had, like, Spider-Man on the them. The dick flap was so small, it didn't even have a button. The dick flap hole was just always open. <laughs> just dick just always hung out. Like one testicle. <laughs> just a shriveled oh, sack. Fucking bald ass dick. <laughs> I got these fucking 50 year old women in the chat room like, oh, I'll be Western Union, you $20 for gas. <laughs> just going crazy yeah. about your fucking nine year old dick. <laughs> it's fucking huge. Yeah, man. This thing. How big is it? I don't know. It's big. I don't even know what a big dick is. Oh, man. Yeah. They were wild for me, dude. Oh, God. There's probably women out there right now that are 70, 75 years old that are still so rattled from the fucking hell that I drag them through. Oh, shit. Big Daddy Cool 97. Oh, man. I fucked them up, man. <laughs> I remember the one day I woke my dad. I said, what's your, what's, your, what's your password for AOL? And he's like, you ever wake me up for my password ever again, I'll fucking kill you. I'm like, oh, damn, dad. <laughs> so that's serious. when I went upstairs and I made Big Daddy Cool 97. I made, an, uh, you know, I made my own shit. <laughs> that's great. Whatever, Dan. But yeah, this was a big uh, this was a big time for uh, message boards, online forums, and Dwayne, the crazy coworker, was on all the forums defending himself because in these true crime forums, this case kind of gripped them. They they all wanted to solve this case, and he was Dwayne was on all these chat rooms and these forums like oh wow 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 everything that you're accusing me of, I did not do, and he was he had to defend himself in all these fucking chat rooms. And six months after uh, the Mary number one's death was when Jay received the $2,000 phone bill in the mail. Damn. And they made contact with a teenager who said she found the phone card in a convenience store parking lot a month prior. Okay. The person that she found the the phone card in was returned to the family and the family received the purse. This is from Mary number one. And the family was like, what the fuck? This is not Mary's purse. This is this is not. Mm-hmm. This is not it, which was kind of weird. Shortly after that, Jay started. This is Mary number one. He started receiving strange phone calls from a mystery caller on three separate occasions. He would just pass them on to the, to the police. Uh, Jay Morris, the husband of Mary Lou Morris, Mary number one, says the odds of two people being named Mary Morris killed in the same city. A population of 2 million people in 2000 Ooh. within a few days of one another are astronomical. Sure. And unfortunately, a lack of evidence, no confession and a lack of murder weapon doom both cases in a court of law. And to this day, no one knows no evidence. This is still a cold case. No one knows who killed Mary number one. Holy shit. Or Mary number two. Damn. So you have to speculate. I wasn't expecting that. <clears throat> you have to speculate. That this is a botched job, possibly by a hitman. Sure. And when somebody gave the information to the hitman, they're like, all right, buddy, you're looking for a brown-haired lady named Mary Morris. Mm-hmm. Middle age. Say no more. I got it. 
Damn. So they think the first job, Mary Morris, she had not, you know, there was nothing. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. She's murdered and burned to death. Mm hmm. It, it is. It is very. Um, execute execution style. Oh, yeah. Killing for sure. So something definitely someone definitely got her got. Yeah. And Mary number two, four days later, the same fucking city killed the same way out uh, rural part of t- out in the country execution style. Uh, the wedding ring missing, but the wedding ring coming back somehow. Hmm. The seven hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy, the extramarital affair, all that stuff going on. But they do not know who killed Mary number one, and they do not know whom killed Mary number two. Damn! I tell you who it wasn't. Big Daddy Cool ninety seven. <laughs> I was up rocking the boat on AOL. Wasn't me, bitch. ASL. ASL. ASL looking for DSL. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> so that's the tale of the murder of two Marys. The tale of two Marys. We really stretched this one out. That's what we do, man. I expected to get 21 minutes out of this episode. <laughs> we are now at an hour and 11 minutes. 46 seconds. So what we're going to do is we're going to... I'm assuming Rob's going to go pee. I am, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't, uh, you know, they can only hear it on YouTube. That's so. fine. I don't, I don't care if people are listening to it in here. And Rob's going to go pee and we're going to pause it. This is the episode for this week, but you just hit stop. Go back in, uh, back a page. Are we releasing both of these the same day or are you going to yeah, space it fuck out? It. Okay. Let's just send it. Fuck it. Just send Let's it. Send it. Yeah. Let's pile it up. Regret it later. No, no, no regrets. No, nah, no, not even a single letter. All right. So um, we love all of you very much. Especially you. Especially you. You know who you are. Oh, for sure. Big old fat hairy booty. <laughs> all right. Just, just the way I like them. Thanks, guys. Thank we'll you, guys. See you in a few minutes. All right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.